0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Your Lounge with Keisha. We are back after like 500 months of being absent. <laughs> Got producer James here in the studio with me. Hey, hey. Minor change. We're going to be going audio for a little bit here because your girl looking busted up today. Like, not cute. You're not missing anything. It is a hat trying to cover up a bag wig, no makeup on. Eyelash extensions sticking together falling off. It's just you don't want to see any of the hot mess that I am um, Real quick. Yes, we took a a little bit of a break I had some health issues going on as some of you guys know We're trying to get them all in check. I mean, it's like the universe is like bitch just die and I refuse to do that Um, so That is a reason why we did a small. Well, actually, <laughs> let's just be honest. I got into a wreck <laughs> on the way to do our last show in June on my way to the show. Like, listen, this is picture this, if you will, for some of you, and I'm going to age myself. If you remember the movie, what is it? City of angels with Nicolas Cage and uh, Meg Ryan.
1: Oh
0: yeah. It was Meg Ryan before all the fillers in her cheek and the Botox and all of that stuff. Nicholas Cage pretty much looks the same. I think that's because he has sex with Asian women. Like, there's some kind of secret fountain of youth inside their vaginas. That's (laughs) But Nicholas Cage still looks good. So real quick, he's an an angel, comes down to earth, falls in love with Meg Ryan and decides, you know what? I'm not going up. I don't want to be an angel anymore. I found this blonde, blue-eyed woman. And just like black men, it's all about her. So he gives up being an angel. And as soon as he does that, Meg Ryan and this is just how this is what you get for being white decides to ride a bike
1: <laughs> near a logging truck like in like, yes like in a backwoods
0: so the same is she's riding her bike the Sun is shining the trees are extra green she's just happy she's in love this angel has picked her over the Lord God Jesus Christ Savior
1: has given up eternity
0: all of that of peace all of that good stuff and no pain no pain no aging no nothing So she is really feeling herself like she is feeling herself, which I will be to it be like I fucked an angel He said, Mm -hmm. you know, God who so she's riding her bike and she takes the moment And this is where she fucked up Because you don't fuck with God like that. (laughs) She should have told that angel to go back up to heaven but she's riding the bike she lets go of the handles, which is something I was never able to even try to do. And obviously she didn't do it that well either. So anyway, she's riding the bike. She's got her hands spread out, kind of like Angel Wings, uh, the irony. She throws her. How do I remember all of this? I haven't seen that movie since the 90s. This movie must have really liked like a I guess I it know, did. It's kept with you. Okay, so she throws her head back. She's embracing the sunshine, and BAM! She gets hit by hit by a fucking log truck.
1: She didn't get hit by she it. Ran she, it. Ran she ran into it. She ran into it with in. her damn eyes closed.
0: Enjoying the sun rays.
1: <laughs> and, and hit a fucking log face <laughs> on, I think.
0: So, okay, I was. it was kind of like that with me. I'm on the, right the, on the right of the studio. I was looking really cute. I actually recorded like a little um, Instagram story. <laughs> oh my god you did before I left the house. I was feeling good, looking cute. Uh, going down the highway and I turn on uh I've got my playlist going and Shalomar came on. Um this is for the lover of you. I'm singing. I'm trying to match Howard Hewitt's notes and then bam.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, and I I at that time I had a Chevy Silverado extended cab. So a BMW is going down the highway. She says she looked away from him. I bet you was on your phone. She rams into a Colorado truck. That truck rams into me. And only by the grace of God and the heavy foot was I able to stop my truck from hitting the truck in front of me. So that was part of a little downward spiral for the last few months. Yet here we are. Here we are. Because we are those white people. We never give up. <coughs> so, all right. All right. So, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the Gigi 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 Gab.
1: We know she has a really big mouth which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's Gossip the Gab with Keisha. All right. Giggity.
0: Let me just go ahead and get this one out the way, because it has to be talked about. Finally, after so many listening parties and listening parties with COVID vaccine trucks, all of which 13 people between three states actually got the vaccine. Kanye West's Donda has been released. Do you know how many tracks are on that album?
1: Uh, first, what's a Donda?
0: Okay, so Donda is the name of Kanye's new record, album. What do they call it now? What is it called? It's called
1: It's an Donda. album? Oh, it's an album.
0: Okay, so his album album is called Donda. And Donda was his mom's name, which I'm pretty sure after Donda listened to it from upstairs, she like, you know what? Go ahead and name that record after you one of your kids. Don't worry about me. I'm good. I'm good.
1: Name, name it after your dad.
0: Right. <laughs> so Donda has 27, 27 tracks on it. So basically Kanye is saying this. Everybody. During Black History Month, listen to one of my tracks per day, <laughs> and that is Donda. <laughs> and so,
1: please tell uh, me they're like one-minute tracks.
0: It's Kanye, of course they're not.
1: Oh, it's a oh my
0: god. Yeah. So what he has done, which is kind of smart, he has yet again released a hip-hop album. But it also qualifies him to be nominated for a Grammy for not only hip-hop, but also for gospel, which, a few years back, he did the same thing, and he did win a Grammy for Best Gospel Album. So chances are Kanye's gonna probably get a Grammy. Who knows? But (laughs) here's the funny part. Kanye has been so overly dramatic. Oh, my gosh, so dramatic about this this album taking his time talking about it having these listening parties and you know things such as that because to me if i return to do a listening party i'm gonna do it during the writing stage like okay wait i wrote this song i'm not sure where to go from here you let a couple of people listen to it and they give their suggestions you don't listen to them but you feel better about what you've created okay what K- Kanye did was over the top you know uh, you know ha- ha- th- three states okay he had listening parties in three different states yeah I don't get I it just make it make sense because it doesn't
1: how many people were part of his listening party first date
0: oh there was tons of people there it's a kanye west event you've got the kardashians there and this has been a long-awaited album from kanye here's the here's the fucked up part about it is that kanye between being with the kardashians and his his mental health and his his shenanigans and his haha people forget that kanye is extremely talented at what he does
1: We keep saying that. Well, he's on his meds. Okay.
0: okay. I will always say, (laughs) I will always say, and I remember the day that I said it, when his mom died, I said, here comes the downfall. No one on earth will be able to keep him in line, keep him in check now that his mom is gone. And look what we have today. He fucking married a Kardashian.
1: His general level of Kanyeity is insane most good days
0: he started focusing more on trying to be this great creative genius which he already was but he started doing weird shit like wearing mask over his face i think he did that at one of some of the listening parties too it's just see that's
1: he's what just happens caught up
0: in the hoopla
1: that's what happens when a when a uh, talented musician becomes an artist
0: and then at that at to it, you become part of the Kardashian clan too, who's Ugh. all about destroying you, this, black yeah, men. The, yeah, destroying <laughs> men in general. They ain't oh, got yeah. to be black. <laughs> it's just been more black ones. Um but yeah, he just became like this whole separate entity from when he did college dropout. Yeah. Okay? So <laughs> here's something that's funny. Of course, there's a Drake diss track on there, and Drake just dropped his album, which is doing way better than Kanye's. But the biggest diss of all came from Peppa Pig. What? Yes, Peppa Pig went on Twitter and set it off, okay? Peppa Pig (laughs) said, I didn't have to rent out the Mercedes-Benz stadium to have a listener party, and I still got better album reviews than Kanye did. And she did!
1: Wait, Peppa Pig the cartoon character?
0: Yeah, yes. Her album, her latest album, got better reviews than Kanye's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Peppa Pig. So they animated uh sorry, they animated Peppa Pig saying that?
0: There's a picture of Peppa Pig. It's on the Peppa Pig page because everyone has a Twitter page, but except
1: for us. It's the official Peppa Pig page? Yes. Oh my god. Like checkmarked.
0: Yes, it's, it's Peppa. Okay. Yeah, Peppa did it. I, I just, the fact that she talked shit to Kanye is hilarious. Like, creating Donda is worth it, if only for the fact that it brought up more in a gangster of Peppa Pig. We know all about Peppa Pig because I've got a little niece and that's one of her favorite shows. And we know Peppa's got some attitude big time. But she went full gangster on this tweet, which I was like, oh my god. And yeah, she, I mean there's like a point difference um, but she still got better reviews than Kanye.
1: But it's a point difference between a, a huge, let's say, hip-hop, epic.
0: Grand, Multi-Grammy winning.
1: And a kid's album. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And it's not, if you don't know Peppa Pig, one of the things about the show that just irks the soul of me is that all the characters, it's just the side of their face. The side of their face is the side of their face and their front face. (laughs) So that just makes it even worse. All right, so moving right along actor Michael K. Williams died just a couple of days ago at the age of 54 from a suspected heroin overdose. So if you're not familiar with Michael K., he was on some great, great shows like The Wire, Boardwalk Empire, he was in the movies 12 Years a Slave, and very, very recently Lovecraft Country, which I watched that show, and he did a phenomenal job playing a man a black man in the 50s slash 60s who was who has been gay all of his life but who has had to stifle that and pretend to be straight and it kind of has d- driven him crazy a little bit um you've probably seen him he's dark he's got that he's got that scar on his face what is that
1: that's a scar like a legit like scar. from what like a knife
0: oh okay you're real are okay yeah, you're real all thug. right well this sucks because this is here we go again. We've got this person who and, and was working on projects. Uh, I think one of them was completed, but the others, I don't really know what they're going to do. But this man was a phenomenal actor. He's 54, so he still had plenty of time to become maybe an Oscar nominated actor. And he died of a drug overdose in his 50s, similar to DMX. And I'm going to say it again. Look. Cocaine and cracker for the young. Leave that to the teenagers, those in their 20s, who can afford to kind of fuck up their organs a little bit and still live semi-healthy long lives. When you start entering your 40s and your 50s, no. Stick to weed. You stick to weed. Look at Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Look at DMX. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but this is really sad. This was a, this was a shocker. That he died. You know, whenever I would see him, he would always be sweating. I'm like, man, he's just passionate. It was heroin sweat. No, because they think it was heroin. But this is what I don't understand. So now the New York City Police Department is doing this big, full investigation looking for the drug dealer.
1: Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's a famous person that died.
0: Okay. I mean, but here's and that, that's what makes it kind of fucked up. Is no, it doesn't make it kind of fucked up, it's fucked up. So, Michael K. Williams, wait a minute, did they do a full investigation for the drug dealer who gave TMX his coke?
1: I didn't hear about that
0: one. You know why? Here's the difference. Rapper, actor, actor. yes. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, so you know, they're doing a pretty heavy investigation looking for the drug dealer who sold him the heroin. But here it is again. So let's say Michael K. Williams had shot up the heroin, or however he did. I don't know if he did it through the, you know, through the vein or through the nose, and he OD'd but didn't die. Okay, would they have arrested him? The drug dealer? No, oh. the actor. Oh, because using drugs, illegal drugs, is illegal. Uh huh.
1: I don't know. So here's the thing, I don't know if they actually ever arrest somebody who ODs unless they like still have it in their possession. Well, they, that's how to... they
0: know that it was heroin because it was drug paraphernalia found all around them.
1: That's a great question. Yeah, I would love I don't to ask somebody. So. I'd love to ask somebody who OD'd and nearly died. Did you also get arrested?
0: Okay, I may know a person. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. So um, they're also getting ready to have, and I'm going to mix this all up because I saw it on TMZ and was doing like five other things while I was trying to read it. They're going to give him a special day in New York City honoring, it's a day honoring him, but it's also to bring more awareness to something with prisoners.
1: So he was an activist when it came yes, to, he was. Uh, especially around... Mass incarceration. Yes. So they're a, uh, I can't remember if it's a senator or somebody in New York State. Anyway, they're putting together a bill, yeah, to uh, do something about mass incarceration of the youth and black and brown people.
0: And I'm with that. But wouldn't it have been a better idea to talk to Michael K. Williams about doing this before he passed away? But <laughs> Helping him into rehab before it really got kicked off. Yeah. That's, that's just yeah. how I think.
1: Yeah, I, I would I would think a bill to deal with addicts and rehab and additional health care might have been better.
0: You know, but that's us. We just little bitty country folks down here in a little town in Texas. We don't know shit about shit. All right. So not that this was a huge surprise because we knew that this is something that she has said multiple times that she wanted to do. Kylie Jenner is pregnant with baby number two. Oh, Lord, I can't remember our boyfriend. Oh, baby daddy, Travis Scott, which, hey, that's good. It's the same baby daddy. It's not a new one, okay? So Stormy's going to be a big sister, and I cannot help but to wonder that when this baby is born, is that baby going to make it very well known, like Stormy has, that Travis Scott is the better parent and the favorite parent? Um, uh, so it's just another, it's just the Kardashians are creating their own little cult of half black babies. They just, they just are, except for Courtney. Courtney Kourt- has stayed away from the black dick. Okay. She just has, she stayed away from the black dick yet. She had babies with a disick,
1: huh? With who? A disick. What is a disick?
0: Scott disick.
1: Oh, a Disick. okay.
0: Yeah, Scott Disick was her, it's her baby daddy. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, she does not, I don't know if she's afraid of the black dick, if she despises the black dick unattractive, or she has looked at how so many other black men have treated women all around her, I said, I'm not going to be amongst all of that. So, she is dating, actually dating Travis Barker.
1: Oh, the drummer?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, it's serious, serious. It's almost to the point that it looks like he's going to pop the question. Isn't he, like, 50 or something? He's our age-ish. Okay. But he looks, I mean, it's kind of hard is, to tell with all the tattoos. You really can't tell. That, it is know, hard to tell. It covers a lot. It hard to tell. But, yeah, he travels. is. But Courtney is, what am I, 40, almost 42? Courtney's 43. 42, hey, she, 43. Kim is 41.
1: Why do I think they're all in their 20s? Twi- oh, I know why. Because they're all just... Fucking morons. And I can't surgery, imagine. filters,
0: yeah. I can't body imagine. dysmorphia.
1: I can't imagine that they were in their 40s. They I don't act they like 20s.
0: traditional women in their 40s. But do I?
1: Well, no, but I mean. <laughs> Not if you listen to this no show. One, like, that and bitch I'm saying, is immature. Yeah. yeah, but no one thinks you act like you're 20.
0: No, I just look like I am. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Point. Um, you know, every time I say this, whoever i'm around always kind of looks at me oddly because this person has been one of my favorite people for so many years like i'm talking 2000 and i don't know scholar was little like in little 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 elementary when i started watching this person and i followed their career from that point all the way to here we are now dog the bounty hunter okay i love that show my mom was like, "I don't understand about you. Why are you watch them white trash people with that bad hair? Are those hair extensions in his head?" I don't know, Mama. Just we're trying to catch criminals. <laughs> we're not worried about. We're on the hunt. The, hey, we're on the hunt, okay? Dude, we are trying to stop ice in paradise, and you are worried about this man's fucking hair extensions. All right, so dog, you know he got his show got kicked off of A and E because there was a recording that was released by his son his son who was dating a black girl at the time, and his son has had a bad history. I think his name is Travis. Damn, we've talked about three Travises in the first segment. (laughs) All dealing with something black. I know, right? So um, his son, Travis, who had a bad history of drug abuse, la-da-da, la-da-da. So Dog is talking to him, and somehow the girl comes up. But this is how you know it's fucked up, because why was Travis even recording the phone conversation? Right. And Dog dropped about five to eight N-words, N-bombs, okay? But he was sometimes referring to the girl who was black that his son was dating. So A&E said, this was before cancel culture even happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and A&E's like, oh, we're not dealing with that shit. We're just going to have 20 more seasons of intervention instead. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Surprisingly,
0: the Surprisingly. ex-biker
1: from Texas happened to know the N-word. Yes. Word-a-thon.
0: So I think it was CMT who picked up his show. Then it became Dog and Beth on the Hunt. Uh, and then it was another show where Dog and his crew, including Beth, were, went out to train other bounty hunters, oh, which yeah. it was really good too. Yeah. And then there was nothing. Then, unfortunately, Beth got throat cancer, which that just is just the craziest thing to me. For seasons and seasons and seasons of the show, Beth was trying to get Dahl to stop smoking. And then she's the one who died of damn throat cancer.
1: I know. Did they, did they know if it was, like, secondhand or if it was just, like, bad genetics?
0: I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure when her dad died, he didn't die of cancer. Okay. And her mom's still alive. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, the way dogs smoke... And dog is... Okay, here's the thing about white trash people. They're kind of like ghetto-ass black people. They just don't die. Like, they they just don't. They they live forever in a trailer, and they've got their uh, satellite. They don't have cable. It's just... It's a satellite. (laughs) Probably not even... Probably not one that's fully activated. They're bouncing from off the other trailers. They're all sharing it together. But they just don't die. So... Beth passed away, and what are we, what year are we in, 2021? Oh, it's only been a few years. But, you know, dog is the type of person, he cannot be by himself. So, he's getting married, which he actually got married this past weekend. But he made headlines again first because he did not give an invitation to two of his children, one of them being Cecily. Who is actually uh, dog's stepdaughter? She was Beth's daughter, and then uh, their daughter together, Bonnie. They did not get get invites to the wedding, and they were kind of unsure why. So, you know, in an effort to find out why, what do they do? They go to TMZ. <laughs> of course, <I laughs> we answer. Call up TMZ. They're find up, They're investigative reporters. So, um, Cecily said that she thought perhaps he didn't want. Her at the wedding because she looks so much like her mom, which she really does. And uh, she was saying, maybe me me and my sister remind him too much of my mom, so he doesn't want us there. Um, And then there was also, she spoke about, I guess she's working with some, I don't even know if it's a cable network. It sounds like a network that's trying to become a network. And.
1: Oh, like Zeus? Like
0: one of those, maybe something like that. Like a streaming and,
1: um, kind of. Yeah, yeah.
0: So apparently, Dog was going to have another show with them, but they canned him. So we don't know what reason they decided to do that, but they cut off all ties with Dog. But Cecily has still been working with these same people, which, I mean, a person like Dog, who has a very inflated ego, Oof. you just can't do stuff like that. You know, he took it personally. Now his other daughter, Bonnie, which is the daughter that he shares with Beth, she was like, no, scratch that. Here's the real reason why. Because my sister and I have been heavily involved in the Black Lives Matter movement, and they still are. See, they're not like the rest of y'all. Y'all only did it during the months. At the George Floyd's trial, y'all forgot all about Black Lives Matter.
1: One month of a black (laughs) Instagram logo and think everything's okay.
0: And there we go. But they are both still very active in the Black Lives Matter movement. And Bonnie is also very heavy. She's an activist, period, point blank. She also is very involved in the LGBTQ plus community because she herself is pansexual. Is that the one where you have sex with kitchen appliances? No. That's the one where, hold on. How did Scholar explain it to me after I explained it to her and she rolled her eyes and started walking off? This is when you don't care if the person is gay, straight, trans, queer, transitioning. It's,
1: it's, it's basically a way to say that you will have sex with any gender identity.
0: And to me, just say, I like it all. That, you, you like it all because you clearly like it all. But anyway, that's beside the point. So that's what she said. So then Cecily and Bonnie released a text message from, I want to say the lady he just married, her name is Frances or Francine or Franny or something. Oh, of course if it, it is. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Of course. And she sent, Um, I want to say it was to Cecily. She sent a text message saying, you know, don't act like you don't know what this is all about. You picked your size. We wish you nothing but the best and happiness, like, first of all, bitch, you're not my mama. And when you sent this message, you wasn't even my stepmama. So, I think you need to really go sit down in the corner somewhere. It's just like, this has nothing to do with you. This is between me and my dad. So if anyone needs to be reaching out to me, it needs to be his old leather-faced ass, not you. <laughs> okay, so.
1: oh boot face.
0: Yes. So, um <laughs> so then it doesn't help. I swear you cannot write this shit. A couple of days after these stories were released, Cecily was arrested for punching the fuck out of her boyfriend in the face. <laughs> wow! And that is why we call it white trash television gold, though. So you know, I still like dog. I uh, oh wait a minute. Let me go all the <right> way back. <laughs> Along with, Doc has stayed consistently in the news for the past, I want to say, three weeks. He felt the need to, during an interview with Entertainment Tonight, and I want to say the reporter, uh, I think his name is Kevin, and he's, uh, he's black. I guess the N word came up during the interview. And this motherfucker said this. I do use the N word. But I've got an N-word pass. Oh, I, I got I got the pass. So Kevin's like, okay, you want to explain to me exactly who gave you the pass? Was it the NAACP? Was it Black Lives Matter? Was it card? prison reform? it <laughs> Your certificate. Yes. Who <laughs> do you have? It one. Dro- do you have one drop of black blood in you, dog? Maybe Kevin would have let you. Uh, Slide on because Kevin went in on his ass. I'm sure so he had the audacity This is how you know you too old to really do your own interviews without a prep (laughs) sheet (laughs) And a PR person (laughs) immediately to your right to kind of coach you through he had to think about who he got the pass from He claims he got the pass from the prison brothers back 20 some odd years when he was in prison Wow, dog. A lot of things have changed. That's that's prison. That I'm, you had to pass to stay it in prison.
1: I'm pretty sure that probably wasn't even a thing back then.
0: And furthermore, if you know Dog's history, you know he was part of a motorcycle gang. Oh yeah. So I'm thinking that when Dog was in prison and he had to pick a side. He was over there with the Nazis and the Aryan Nation, boy. <laughs> sure, he was with the skinheads. Okay. Sure,
1: Aryan Brotherhood. Was
0: yeah, his I don't speed. think that you were over there eating on a tray, a prison tray, your goulash sharing, sharing your cornbread. Yes, with the blackers. No. During your stay. So nice try, dog. <laughs> he just made an ass of himself, bitch uh, Um But hey, he's been in the news, and he hasn't been in the news it's been a minute so when we come back we will continue with more of the Gab
1: the Libre with Keisha. The Libre with Keisha.
0: welcome back to the Libra Lounge, with Keisha before we go into this segment I want to remind you to follow us on Instagram and on Facebook you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel you can subscribe to us on iTunes Ooh, it's been a while I can't remember the list
1: <laughs> iTunes, iHeartRadio Laughable app uh, now on Amazon and Audible. Awesome. And uh, yeah, any other place you create your podcast?
0: So I wonder, since we're on Audible now, like, would would an author hear my voice and say, "I want her to read my book as that's, an Audible"?
1: That's possible. What kind of book do you think you should read?
0: I I should be able to do fairy tales. Yeah. But I know some white hoe gonna be like, oh, well, we got this one character in the book. She's the house nigger maid. Can you do her? Then I'm gonna go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's see. We've got three deaths on here, so let's roll on to number two. Shockingly, Eric Cowie, who was part of the Tiger King, has passed away. Now, if you don't remember which one Eric was, I'm going to tell you. He was the one who kind of had dogged about on kind of hair and had basically four teeth. <laughs> now, they all had bad teeth. Oh, so you but I want to say he had the least. And I want to say that he was more like the right-hand man, just the right-hand man who wasn't fucking Joe, but he was the right-hand man. We saw him digging through the back of the truck, that that truck, that trailer, or whatever, when they went and picked up all of the uh, stuff, the meat that Walmart was throwing out. Was he, was he missing a leg or something like that? No. Different guy? Okay. Because that's
1: all how I no, know No, he had two legs. It's, okay. That's all how I know them is what they're missing, either legs, arms, or teeth.
0: Yes, it was another guy. Was he the one missing a leg? I th- now I'm all confused. Man. You talk, I'll check. Okay, all right. James is going to check. So he passed away, I want to say, yesterday at the age of 53. You know, I know they're going to do an autopsy report. I know that because that's that's the law, right? You have to do an op, an autopsy. I can't even.
1: I don't think anybody has to do an autopsy. Um no you don't an have to you, you do if there was foul play or if somebody requested it.
0: Okay, so I'ma say whatever state he was in, lots of money, um, and a lot of time to <laughs> say fucking meth overdose. What do you think, James?
1: Uh probably.
0: Yeah. So it, it you know, after the success of Tiger King Everyone assumed that everyone who worked there had a meth problem, but Eric was very quick to say, Oh, no, I don't do drugs. I just look older and I drink. No, you drink then you light up the meth <laughs> and then you then you insert it or whatever it is you do. Here's the thing the fact that these people were able to get out of that place without being dead is a miracle within itself so you know for people like Eric what do you do after the Tiger King
1: the same thing you did while you were on Tiger King you go and fucking do meth
0: he got his teeth fixed which they all got their teeth fixed
1: thank goodness I mean that was
0: but it was a waste because now he's dead yeah and I don't think he's had that teeth for those teeth for very long
1: well the teeth were newer than he was
0: Oh, by far. Yes, they were. I don't even think he had enough time to even smoke enough cigarettes to even put a gray little tint on them. Like, they were new teeth. So he was all in one piece. Okay, he was all in one piece. So he was also wanted. There was a warrant out for his arrest for not showing up to court. They hadn't been able to find him, but he was found dead in New York City. So apparently he had been staying with a friend. I'm not sure what he was doing up there maybe looking for the same drug dealer that Michael K. Williams was using, I don't, too soon? Too soon. Oh, come on, but hold on, (laughs) riddle me this. If it turns out that Eric Cowie from the Tiger King died of a drug overdose, do you think New York City Police Department is gonna do a full investigation to try, to try to find the drug dealer?
1: I'm guessing not.
0: I'm thinking they're not. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just like something buzzing in my ear telling me that it's not. All here's, right.
1: Here's the thing. How long do you think it took somebody to figure out that he was Eric Coey from Tiger King?
0: He probably had a t-shirt on that says, I'm Eric Coey from <laughs> Tiger King. This guy
1: was on Tiger King. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, another death. Now, this one I was very sad about, okay? Greg Leeks, who was one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, he's also the husband of Nene Leakes, passed away at the age of 66 from colon cancer. You know, he'd been fighting it for a while, because I remember when Nene had him, they came to MD Anderson in Houston, where we are, for treatment, and he did good for a while, then he got sick again, and then he had surgery to remove it. And I think during that time, you know, well, you know how it is when I'm having flare-ups and things like that. We can be mean because yeah. we're in pain. And you know, there was a video. You know, Nene did an interview, or she made a tweet, just how she was just tired of the verbal abuse. It just—it's a lot to be a caretaker of someone who's chronically or termi- termi- terminally ill. It's a lot.
1: It is, and I feel bad for him because uh, out of the two pains in the asses, asses he had to deal with, Nini was the one. Me, Yeah, Nene was the one that stayed around. Yeah.
0: yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, Producer James was uh, at a summit for work, and I went up there and I stayed with him. Really, I was just using him for the hotel room and room service and things such as that. But I decided to re-watch the first few seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta and got Damn it. That is television gold right there. That I laughed, now granted, season, I've probably seen up until recent seasons, um, every episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta like five times, I just did. And I laughed and laughed, cackle laughing at these episodes like they were brand new because they were so raw, they were so real, they were so funny. And Nene is hilarious she is the queen of shade and she is the queen of the quick comebacks some of the things here's an example of something that she said and when they replayed it at the reunion everyone just laughs because it's so funny so she and kim zoziak who had several ups and downs downs of their uh friendship and it was that one part they had gotten into this big fight and someone asked her you know what needs to happen for you guys to be friends again? And Nene's response was, and I'm going to try to do her voice. I will never be friends with Kim Zoziac again. I would rather pluck each one of my toenails off, put my foot in sandals and walk than to be friends with Kim. And I just, it just she just was so, she's so quick with it. Unfortunately, she was one of those people that really let the stardom get to the get to her head.
1: Oh dear God, yes.
0: It. it I want to say it started when she got the role on uh, what was it? What was um, that Lee. show? Ungly, um, um, which led to her getting a role on an NBC. Comedy, and I want to call it. I think it was called the New Normal.
1: Yes, you're right.
0: But it was only one season. Yeah. But she, her, her, and I get it. Something that you have always dreamed of, and you finally get it, but it just went to her head, and unfortunately, it, it, it damaged her career for a little bit. Yeah. Because no one really wanted to deal with her. She just felt that she was above all the girls who were on um the show, and so she wasn't asked to come back. You know, and she was one of the highest paid housewives of the franchise
1: mm.
0: when she was still working for them. But uh Greg um Greg passed away. Um, they share a son. I wanna say that Brent Hold is Skylar. Skylar is 19. nineteen. I think Brent is probably maybe twenty two, twenty three, and um Greg had a whole literal children from previous <laughs> relationships. So that was pretty sad, but I will say this. They had a celebration of life for Greg this past weekend. And I mean, if you know the real housewives of Atlanta, there have been some friendships that have been torn up and set on fire, but the majority of them showed up really? for Greg's celebration, like even Kim even kim even kim wow yes i i i was glad because if you watched the show greg was always likable he was way he was older than yeah. Nini probably by 20
1: years i yeah, want to say at least
0: it was maybe not 20 maybe like 10 to 15 somewhere in that enough area enough to
1: be like noticeable
0: yeah he was noticeable um, but he was always like the voice of reason the voice of calm um so i think a lot of the people respected it some of the husbands of the real housewives of atlanta stars and farmer stars were there at the celebration like there was even some some parts of a couple who were divorced who who all came together for Greg. so that that says a lot about greg and it also says even though their relationships nini's relationships with some of these girls was strained they had to go back to a point where their friendship was really good. Yep. You know, and they came out to give support to uh, Nini. So, yeah, that was most definitely pretty sad. All right. When we come back, I am going to give a recap of The Real Housewives of Potomac's latest episode. We'll be right back. The
1: Lounge with Keisha.
0: Welcome back to The Libra Lounge with Keisha. Okay. You guys all know that I am a huge fan of The Real Housewives. Franchise, I'm hoping that one day I'll be on the Real Housewives of Houston, which I just don't understand why there isn't one yet.
1: Because it's Houston.
0: They did Dallas. It's Dallas. It was horrible. Well, it got canceled.
1: you think Houston would be much better? Hell
0: yeah. Because we got the rich and glamorous people, then we got the straight up hood out from Fourth Ward people. And then we have a pretty large Hispanic community too. And let me say this. If there were to be a real housewives of Houston, the food would always be good.
1: You made a good point with the uh, Hispanic part though. Like that would be that would be a different one. As, yeah. I mean, the other shows don't have a strong Hispanic uh representation.
0: Some of them I, I mean, let's just be honest here. They didn't have a strong representation of any color other than white up until, let me see, Jersey, which is Italian, but The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Right. There were no shows that had a a black housewife on them Mm. until recently, minus Atlanta, but it took up until two seasons ago for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to get a black castmate, and that's the only one of the franchise, other than Potomac and Atlanta, have black people on there yeah so i guess
1: hardly any latinos no yeah
0: no Not there's not a they just added an asian they added an asian girl to dallas and they are adding an asian girl to salt lake city i take that back salt lake city had mayor has mary on it but we're about to go into season two but it just isn't very diverse in the groupings on the shows at all which I guess people could say, well, Atlanta and Potomac don't have any white people, which is true, but they had to create these two to even be able to have black people in the franchise.
1: Well, they had <laughs> Candace, as in uh, Candace's husband's white.
0: That's Potomac.
1: Oh, Potomac. Wait, yes. which, what you're talking about? Atlanta?
0: Yes. Well, they had oh, Kim yeah. in the beginning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Sure. They had Kim in the beginning. All right. So, here's a recap of last, this Sunday's Real Housewives of Potomac. And let me tell you, these broads are showing all the way out. Let's start off with Karen. I can't stand her ass huger. Her and that witch nose and that mole. I cannot do it, but think she is so damn cute and so damn young. Grand dame. The grand dame. It's like, okay, Karen, <laughs> if by chance you're listening, please seek whatever therapy that you think you need for you to be able to accept the fact that you are not the star of Real Housewives of Potomac. It's Giselle. You're the only person who just does not believe that to be true, but it is. All right, so Karen and Ray, Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben, (laughs) Uncle Ben, Look, Ray is really being active this season since he got taken off of the Uncle Ben box. <laughs> kind of free time now. <laughs> um, <laughs> under extreme pressure from Karen, they are doing a vow renewal. Okay? Because... He, If you are a fan of the show, you know a few years back, Raiden said that he didn't say that he loved Karen. So she has been on that ass since then. So they're getting ready for this over-the-top vow renewal. So she has invited Wendy, Zen Wynn, who has no Zen at all. Ooh, Wendy is doing the absolute most. I wish she would get off of this story that was on the blogs about her and Eddie. Like, Is that going to be all we hear from you throughout the whole season? Because if it is, just go ahead and just be a friend of the housewives because this is too much. It's boring and it makes no sense. So Karen has invited Wendy and Mia to come help her pick out her second gown for the vow renewal. Oh my gosh, I hate that we're not doing it visual today. <laughs> if you could have seen the dresses that Karen tried on, it would make Queen Elizabeth say, no, that's trash. <laughs> they were they, they were form-fitting. They had lots of lace, lots of bling. Uh, they had over-the-top sleeves. They were not age-appropriate for her old ass. Again, she's in denial of so many things, including her age. But I was really glad that her friends kept the real with her. They were like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. they was trying to be nice about it like okay you do you think you can sit down and that well meaning it was too motherfucking tight and they were like oh karen Ooh, the sleeves the sleeves which meant the whole motherfucking dress was ugly but they were trying to keep it cute and trying to keep it classy okay <laughs> so moving right along we've got the green-eyed bandits my girls who everyone always tries to hate on giselle and robin Now, we get to see their first episode of their podcast, which is called Reasonably Shady, which is very good, very juicy. If you really want to see slash hear the real Giselle and the real Robin, listen to their podcast because, I mean, they keep it 100 um, because they're not having to follow kind of – I mean, these shows have scripts to them. They're encouraged by producers to do this, to do that, don't think these bitches are just rolling up into restaurants six, seven deep, and the restaurant owners didn't approve it. Well, yeah,
1: and the fact that they walk up and the cameras are already set. It, it's lighted right. It looks good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry if you heard me drinking. Producer James got on my ass a little bit during the break. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm thirsty. I had Popeye's chicken. I had the chicken sandwich. You know that shit is thick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still trying to get it down.
1: Like no, we know you're thirsty.
0: So uh, Giselle and Robin are doing their podcast And they are talking about Relationships and cheating Okay Here's one thing That they are very transparent That they've been cheated on By their partners Uh, We all have followed the story since the very first season Where you know Juan and Robin are divorced But still living together Because he cheated on her And it was a big scandal, la, 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 la. And then we all know about Pastor Jamal Bryant, who just, he cannot keep his dick in his pants at all. He don't care what the Lord says. He don't care what the Bible says. He does not care about the san- the sanctuary. What is it, the sanctuary? Sanctity. Sanctity of marriage and yet the marriage vows. None of that. He said, I don't care. That don't apply to me. <laughs> so <laughs> these are two women who know all about dealing with their spouse cheating on them, recovering Publicly. from you know being cheated on, how to trust and love again. Uh, so, like I said, check out the podcast because it is good. That's really the the most that the Green Eyed Bandits did during this episode. Um, but whew, it takes everything I have to even say this girl's name because I I'd rather deal with Karen Huger 365 days of the year. Than to have five minutes with (laughs) Candice. Now, first of all, this whole bag has had me. She's had me block on Instagram for like two years.
1: Yeah, I know. And you were proud of that. You were happy that day
0: because it's funny. That's all I said. Look, (laughs) (laughs) all I said. And which I don't even think this is offensive. Well, first of all, how did you even find it? All I said was she looked like a munchie chee with a wig on. Too big of a wig. A wig that didn't fit the body appropriately. Okay? But that really got her mad. I mean, she blocked me.
1: It got her blocking mad.
0: I was just like, girl, you do look like a munchie like chief. <laughs> Get a mirror. A real one, okay? So, as we know... Candace is on this musical path. Can she actually sing? Does she have any talent? She can sing, but she can't sing. She sounds like...
1: (laughs) She can sing, but she can't sing. I
0: mean, she sounds like the girl who got solos in high school choir class. (laughs) Like, she knows her notes. Uh, Is there anything special about her voice or her writing? No, there really is not. But I will say this. I hope her music career does well. So maybe her ass will leave the show. (laughs) We don't have to fucking see her face and that damn nose. Her nose. You know, what is Jack Skelton's dog's name? He's got that pointy nose that turns up and has a little red ball on top of it. That is her nose. On a munchie, cheese face. I can't imagine why she'd block you. Mm, I'm gonna give you some real motherfucking reasons to block me. Okay. So anyway, everything we hear from each week is, <laughs> I'm so busy. Uh, you know, getting my masters from Howard University. You know, I just, I'm trying to be like a, a good actress because she's an actress now too. I'm just it's just I'm trying to balance it all. I'm in the studio. You know, I have to be in a studio so many days. Oh my God. I'm so busy. Even on our girl show. I gotta stop and learn the choreography. Cause when I'm getting back, I'm shooting a video. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's somewhere, it's plenty of women out there with Five kids by five different baby daddies studying to get their CNA while they still work at a full-time jobs. And they be the president of the, the Little League team for all five kids. And what, Candace? <laughs> oh, I cannot. So anyway, she's getting ready for this video shoot. And her, she and her husband, Chris, go out to lunch. Oh, God, here's another thing. I have a disdain for the fact that they refer to him as her husbandger. Husbander. Yeah, I hate that. If that is not some shit only Candace's white ass will come up with, I don't know what is. So anyway, they are now you have to remember this is still, this is coming when, okay, the, the it's been lifted you know, where people can actually go back out into the world, but there's still some strict restrictions from COVID. So Chris, who had a restaurant, who's also a chef He hasn't been working all that much. You know what I mean? So he's been doing online cooking classes and things like that and being her husband. So they're in a restaurant. They're talking. She's got a video shoot coming up. And how dare Chris not be there for a couple of the scenes because he's working. Oh, my God. So she called herself cussing him out over this. Okay. Number one. The boy has set everything up. You're not going to be by yourself. There's going to be a director, a choreographer. There's going to be hair and makeup. That's all you really need. Why do you need? He has the whole thing laid out. Here's the thing. When your husband or your wife is your manager, you know they're going to do everything for your best interest. But that's that's not enough for this rat. I can't even call her a brat. She's a spoiled rat. So she gets all of her feelings, and of course... As soon, as soon as Chris barks at her and puts her back in her place, because he will do that in a minute. That is one thing I like about that white boy. He puts her ass in place. James, don't be like Chris, because <laughs> if you decide to be like Chris, we're going to have lots of problems, okay? Yes, ma'am. So he gives up, and he leaves her ass sitting right there. He left his wings, and he let her have whatever little macaroni, crab cake, or whatever the hell it was that she was eating. So what does Candace do? I'll let you guess. She gets her napkin and folds it into a triangle and dabs those tears. Every scene. This this is what she does, James. Let me show James. I got to show producer James real quick. But if you watch the show, you already know what I'm about to do. This is what she does, James.
1: So she makes an origami fold. So
0: it's like this. So she could do this. Oh. Yeah, because she's stupid. (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's fucking stupid. Uh, like, look, there's not been an episode since that girl has been on this show where she does n- is not crying with her tissue. All you have to do is go to a Real house Rise of, Pot- uh, of Potomac Facebook group and say napkin. Them bitches gonna know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, so, so now she's napkin or forehead. All right, <sighs> we're about to get to that. Okay. Okay, sorry. All right, so. Um. I'm trying to see if I even want to mention this part. So real quick, we'll talk about Mia for a second. So Mia is the new girl this season. She's the glamazon. She, um, her, and her her mom pretty much gave her up for adoption. Both of her parents were addicted to drugs. There was domestic violence. There's all kinds of stuff that went on. So she and her mom, for the first time ever since they've reconnected, are going out to have lunch and talk. So we learn a little bit more about Mia's history. You know, how she was burned by a pot of oatmeal that was on the stove. Ooh. Her mom had gone to work and Mia saw the oatmeal and tried to get it and it fell and it, she still got the burns on her body from it. And um, what Mia, I don't think knew, which her mom told her then was, you know, that happened cause your dad was in the basement with another woman while I was at work. and <clears throat> You were upstairs. Um, and just how her dad got her mom into drugs. And when she tried to leave, you know, she couldn't live without him, So she tried to commit suicide. So uh, we're, we're on this journey a little bit with Mia and her mom getting their relationship together. It was actually a pretty tearful moment. Um, we're not that used to that on any of the Real Housewives shows, but it was, it was a sentiment. It was a very touching moment. And, you know, we see Mia, she's very pretty. She... I just want to smell her closet. I, I, I just want to smell it. I bet it smells fucking rich. Because the girl, she's, she has brought fashion to Potomac. And Potomac has never had fashion at all. They have the worst dress group from the Real, the Real Housewives franchise. No fashion. But everybody want to be a fucking fashion designer. All right. So here we go. It is time for Robin's birthday lunch. Hosted by Giselle, okay? So of course, Wendy and Karen are not invited to this <laughs> because they had issues with the the Green Eye Bandit. And according to Giselle, she's like, why would Robin want to invite two people who didn't even wish her happy birthday on her birthday? I would have been pissed. If you don't wish me happy birthday on my birthday, and then you come to my birthday party, you're not gonna get past the front door. You're gonna be immediately like, okay, wait, So you forgot the actual day, but you came here to eat all my food and drink all my alcohol? I don't think so. No, 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 no. Turn right back around. Act like you forgot it. Act like like it's my birthday, and you forgot about it. (laughs) So at this lunch, we've got Giselle, Ashley, Ascala, Candace, and of course the birthday girl, Robin. Is that everybody? Did I miss somebody? Which one's Ascala? Ascala is... A friend of Robin's oh, who was okay. introduced this season who gotcha. really doesn't fit in with the group, but whatever. I guess they wanted another African girl because she's Ethiopian and Wendy is uh, Nigerian. Yep. I guess they didn't want Wendy to feel left. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Maybe they wanted to let white people know that not all people from Africa are extremely dark-skinned like Wendy. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just <laughs> She doesn't fit into the group. So... I, there's someone else. I'm missing someone. Mia. Mia is there. Okay. I knew there was someone. So they get there. Okay. Now, mind you, this is a birthday lunch, so they're kind of recapping things that happened on the girls' trip. Candace is already at face mad because Chris went off on her ass, so she's coming out with some bad energy. Anyway, here's the thing: if I have a fight with my husband. And, I, and it happens sometimes. I get into, James and I have an argument or something, and it, it just sets my whole vibe off. I don't really want to be around people because I'm going to be mad at him. I'm going to be thinking about that, and my vibe is going to be off. They're going to notice it. Just anything is subject to set you off. So I would probably have chosen not to go and just give, give you know, just I got a call. Hutch you and giving her a really nice present. But that's not what Candace does, because she wants to make sure she gets paid for every single episode that she is on. So she was there. (laughs) So everyone knows that her and Ashley got some beef, which I really think is just straight up jealousy on Candace's part. So they're recapping some of the things that happened on their girl, their little staycation that was hosted by Candace and part of the reason why Karen and Wendy are not there. So of course Candace has to blame it all on Ashley, right? Okay. <laughs> I cannot stand Candace, but this is funny. She fucking refers to Ashley as a milkmaid. Because <laughs> she as just had... Milkmaid. Yes, because she's breast... still currently breastfeeding her newborn baby. <laughs> she called her a milkmaid. I'm like, um, oh my and God. a hoe. So Ashley's like, did you just call me a hoe? And she's like, why is that? Why did, why did you call me that? Candace's like, cause I want it to. That's how you know a bitch jealous. She ain't even got justification. If I'm going to call you a hoe, I'm going to come with lots of hoe facts. Okay.
1: And <laughs> hoe no seats.
0: And so you can see, yeah, whole hoe seats. <laughs> So you can see Ashley is still trying to be respectful of the fact that this is a birthday celebration, while this fucking, I don't even know what to call this girl at this point, is looking around a scholar, pointing her fingers to make sure Ashley knows what she's talking about. So you know she also had to say something about Ashley's forehead, because every time she talks about Ashley, she has to talk about, look, Ashley knows she got a big forehead. It's not a secret. How could it be?
1: It can't be. Yeah. It can't be. <laughs>
0: Ashley, no. Ashley has made fun of her forehead. Like it is not. When a person is okay and comfortable with something about them, you really can't insult them with it. Like it, you can't. But Ken is gonna make sure to try every single time with the forehead. When she kicked her out of oh, the Airbnb that they were staying at in Williamsburg, she goes, "You, your milk, and your forehead. Get the fuck out." I'm just like, okay, we get it. The girl has a big forehead but then she goes on and says you brought your wide body ass she called ashley wide body where <laughs> where y'all are these same size <laughs> you may be taller than ashley like they're both pretty petite <clears throat> But she called her a wide... Okay, now that shot the fuck out of Ashley whenever she said that. You brought your wide-body ass. And Ashley's like, so now I'm wide? (laughs) Like, it's just like... This girl literally just had a baby. I think her baby's three weeks old at this point. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. I think Dean is like three... He's not six weeks old. I'll say that. And she's calling her wide-body. She's going off on this girl. It's too much. It's like... Where is this coming from? Like, every time we're around each other, you've got to make snarky comments. And I think it's because Candace is just straight up jealous of Ashley. Ashley has somewhat of the life that Candace wishes that she had, and she just doesn't. Angry little fucking troll. All right. That is all for my recap, and I want to remind you guys that this Sunday is the season two premiere of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and if you have not seen the first two minutes of the show it is look the first two minutes that they release of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is better than what we've seen so far on Potomac put together (laughs) it is straight up fire just remember this season is going to cover Jen Shaw getting federal indictments for, uh, what is it, mon- money laundering? Money
1: laundering, fraud. All kinds of hey, stuff,
0: yes. So make sure you tune in. When we get back, we will have the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. The
1: Libra Lounge, for Lounge with Keisha.
0: Bitch Please! You be rolling down the street Bitch, you never tell the truth bitch, everybody know you because all you do is lie. we want to thank you all for welcoming us welcoming us back to our show uh, we have missed you guys tremendously and for whatever reason we're not quite sure there was like 160 new downloads of the podcast last week we haven't put out a show since June But keep it coming. We appreciate it. All right. So it is now time for the bitch please of the week. So the bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge goes to none other than Commander Hot Wheels, aka Greg Abbott, who oversees all the uteruses in Gilead currently. (laughs) (laughs) I have been okay. This is when you know that. Keisha's upset when Keisha doesn't talk, Keisha doesn't post. Everyone knows, pretty much all over the world, the new abortion law that just passed in our state of Texas. It took me days, maybe a week, before I could even address it on social media. I was just so disgusted. I'm like, uh-uh, we're not from Texas. We're from Louisiana we running from ida (laughs) like it was just you were like embarrassed from you just embarrassed like how is this happening so basically governor abbott has made a law that women cannot get an abortion after a heartbeat is detected and it cannot surpass six weeks unless your mama who fucking knows immediately I mean, the, the sperm just has the head in. The tail is not even all the way in the egg. And my mom like, I'm pregnant. She over there taking maternity photos like little Nas eggs, and it's just like, can the tail get all the way in the egg? Okay, so you just go ahead and do a pregnancy announcement. Okay, my mom literally knows exactly when she's pregnant with each one of us, okay? But most normal women, not of the alien kind, you don't usually know that you're pregnant within six the first six weeks. Let's just say how many how many how many days is it between a period? Okay, I'm asking producer James when I'm uh, the one who should 28. know. Twenty-eight. Okay, so most of, like okay for example, when I found out I was pregnant with Scholar, it was only by chance that I found out, and I was like three weeks pregnant, and I didn't get a doctor's appointment until I was six weeks. So at that six week appointment they didn't detect a heartbeat. It wasn't until the next appointment that they did. So, again, most women don't even know they're pregnant until their past six weeks. So, to add on to that, and this is just, this is why everyone is comparing Texas to Gilead right now. It's because if it is found that a woman is getting an abortion somewhere, past six weeks of pregnancy basically a bounty is put on that person ten thousand dollars you can turn that person in for ten thousand dollars okay so that means you can sue the uber driver who drove the person to the abortion appointment you can sue the pastor who told the the girl, God will forgive you. God is a forgiving God. And so she thought in her head, okay, I can go in and get this abortion and I'll still be good with God. You can sue the bus driver whose bus you rode to go to the abortion clinic. You do not have to even know the person who is getting the abortion and you can sue them for how much is it? $10,000. Did I miss anything else with that?
1: No, that's about right.
0: I don't know what he was thinking when he created this law. But here's the fucked up part. We've got this law saying you can't get an abortion, okay? But we also passed a law saying that there's open carry here in the state of Texas. You don't have to have a license. You just have to be able to legally have a gun. And you can carry it. Now look. I love Mistake, but we got a lot of stupid motherfuckers walking around here. We got a lot of Karens. We got a lot of darins, We got a lot of Karens and Darens. Like, we got a lot of stupid folks out here. <coughs> and now you're telling them, you can carry a gun anywhere. Look, do you know how much, ro- how much road rage is on I-45 on the daily?
1: <laughs> Miles.
0: Yeah. So if you flip a person off, Someone else is like, oh, that's my cue to shoot. Like you can, I had to tell a scholar the other day, it's like, please stop flipping people off who cut you off in traffic. It's not safe around these parts. They'll take you in and make you go live with Commander Owens or some shit like that. Like it's not safe. <laughs> also, you can't basically get an abortion, but he will not mandate masks in this state. He won't even mandate for the kids to wear masks at school. But you worried about, how does that work? You care so much about the unborn child who cannot live outside of his mother's body, but you don't give a fuck about the rest of these kids walking around getting COVID. Like, we've got some extremely high COVID cases with kids and with teachers right now where some of the school districts are actually closing down. It's just that bad. But he worried about unwanted pregnancies he says it doesn't matter if it's you know from incest or from rape but he wanted people to understand and know that rape is against the law but it's not as bad as getting an abortion (laughs) (laughs) and that is why you know next time we vote in a governor and y'all know me i don't care if you're black you're white you're gay you're straight your legs work. They don't work in the case of great Next time, can we just all collectively decide that we're going to vote in a governor who has all of his body parts are working <laughs> fully and properly? Because this is what happened when we voted. So not, not we as in me voted in a Republican. And wouldn't you say he's highly religious? He. So
1: this is the problem is he is a Republican that's part of that. Uh, moral majority. I mean, uh-huh. he even said, "You know, our Creator endowed us with the right to life." So mm-hmm. he's. I mean, the entire bill is very much religiously motivated. So yeah, you know, Republicans can be okay if they're not moral majority Republicans. That's why I say vote Libertarian. Freedom or Democrat, but Libertarian
0: all. is best. It really, Freedom it really all. is. It really is. Um, we're hoping that you know in twenty. 20- 2022. We will get better candidates running for governor. I hope so. At least we can hope. Otherwise, I don't know. Y'all gonna see us wearing damn red capes and white bonnets on our (laughs) head. Which wouldn't
1: be a bad look. I mean, it's pretty sexy.
0: Let's see. He already getting in that mind state. (laughs) He gonna be like, call me Commander James.
1: But you're (laughs) gonna, gonna be pink.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Pink, 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 pink. All right, so (laughs) that is our show. We will catch up with you guys next week. Don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe to us on everywhere that you can listen to a podcast. See ya and stay sucker free.
1: It's the Niva Lounge. The Niva Lounge. Ooh.